What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Seals Pod. I'm your host, Teddy Jenner. And this week, we're joined by inaugural, original, and one of the good guys, our favorite Reinhold, Tor Reinhold. Buddy, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, How you doing, Teddy? Uh, I'm good, man. Life is good here on the island. You're on the mainland. Neither of us are in San Diego right now, but we would love to be. Um, I'm actually in the on the. I'm on the plains there. I'm in Calgary. Oh, I thought you were. Uh, also, it's still technically the mainland. Right? Yeah, it's still motherland. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to, man? Uh, obviously, the big news for you is uh, you're a dad now. Yeah, yeah. So March 14th. Um, yeah, we had, I had a little son and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. Um, I mean, I don't have obviously a huge role in, in it yet, but, uh, the, everyone warned me beforehand about the sleep and the lack of sleep. And I was like, yeah, how bad could it be? You know, I tough it out, but, uh, yeah, it wears on you a little bit. So harder to, yeah, sleep, but- on a, harder to sleep on a plane or harder to sleep with a baby in the house baby for sure yeah. i have no problem on the plane no oh, problem really? yeah i hate guys like you man i cannot <laughs> no sleep on planes um so Rhodes is doing well he's a few months old and mom's doing well and everything yeah yeah everyone's doing well i actually got a week here by myself they're out uh, visiting family in uh in the okanagan so it's been it's been a good week getting to do uh you know a little bit of golf and and working a little bit uh late little later and you know getting everything everything done that i want to get done so can are we allowed to be jealous of cam and west and those guys that got to play tory pines before the u.s open 100 <laughs> percent. yeah they'll be taking us when we yeah. get down there 100 percent. 100 percent. um what, what have you been up to obviously we just, you know you obviously have a kid now that, that's taken up a lot of your time but what else have you been up to just trying to keep the mind ready and, and just try to battle through this COVID break that we've all been going through yeah it's it's been a bit of a grind um uh as you know everyone has a different thought on on the situation and uh I was lucky enough to work throughout the whole pandemic so that's been keeping me pretty busy I work for a construction company um project estimator project manager so um pretty lucky doing getting to do that so that filled up a lot of time um you know, I, I wish there was more lacrosse, but yeah. you can only watch so much film. And, and you know, the winter was pretty slow as well. Out here, it was, it was cold. Um, I did a little bit of skiing. Um, yeah, like even the gyms, right? Like yeah. I got back to the gym a little bit, then they shut down. So I'm just getting back into the gym again. Um, hopped on the Peloton train. There you so, go. Uh, so we got on there for a bit uh cam and and dogger we would get on there and, and battle it out um yeah it was pretty funny cam goes cam goes hard he uh uh one of the rides he facetimed me afterwards and he's in he's got his head in the toilet throwing up so <laughs> yeah so yeah we've been you know trying to trying to keep busy that way everyone jumped on the uh the, the zooms and the facetimes right so we yeah. did a little of that poker games and so it, yeah. it, it's tough to to not be around the guys, but at least we have ways that we can still kind of connect, whether it's Zoom or FaceTime or just yeah. calling and texting guys. Who's the guy that you're missing the most that you just can't wait to see? Oh, that's that's a really tough question, but uh, I uh, Cam and Wes are my are my two guys. I mean, there's so many though. I, I 
I miss everyone. Right. But, uh, yeah, uh, West, West and I used to live together. So, and, and we grew up together. So he's pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Buddy. You and Wes are Coquitlam guys, right? You, did you grow up together? Like all through minor and all that? No, he's three years younger. So okay. he always, I always missed him or he missed me, but, uh, um, my brother played with him. Right. Of course. And we went to the same high school and yeah. So he was always around his brother's my age. So, um, yeah, we always crossed paths. Was having a kid kind of always on your plan or did it happen luckily enough because of the pandemic that you guys just kind of had some free time to start some baby making? <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah. It wasn't planned. We like, we talked, we're not married, okay. um, but we, we both wanted a family. Um, so it's something we talked about. Um, yeah, it just, it happened a little earlier than, uh, than we planned, but couldn't, couldn't be happier. Like it, it happened for a reason. So, um, yeah, we're, we're both, we're both, we jumped, well, you, ha- you have no choice. So we jumped yeah. in, with, you know, two feet in and, uh, yeah, we're, we're really enjoying it. So he's starting to smile and, uh, get a little bit of a personality, right. Cause at the beginning they just sit there and do nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's cool though. I, I love it. You mentioned uh, your brother, Reed, uh, who's with the Toronto Rock. He's also the new, uh, he's with the PLPA now as one of their leaders. Uh, how's he as an uncle so far? He's been pretty good. <laughs> um, he calls himself Funkel Reed. Fun, ah, fun I use the Funkel terminology too. Yeah, you got that one too? Yeah, yeah. You got that title? Yeah, yeah. so he, he's doing good. He came out um, a few weeks after. Um, so we got a shirt made up that said Funkel and then kind of had the description underneath what it was, so. Um, yeah, we made him and, uh, and his girlfriend, Meg made them a couple shirts and, um, yeah, we're excited to see them here shortly, uh, in the Okanagan. So, perfect. uh, are we going to get some swag from brother Reed for the NLLPA? Like we need some new gear, right? They're working on it. They're working on it. Yeah. So the NLLPA, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Their new logo kind of, you know, yeah, it's just, uh, a new, new i guess leadership so they're flipping the page not to forget anything in the past or by any means but uh i think i personally thought it was a great idea um and it kind of you know jives with the rest of the pro leagues right so you got the nhlpa you got the nflpa so it kind of just made sense what's limestone like I'm not a fan of Gaffney, South Carolina, because the one time I went there, you guys were too scared to play us because it was a little bit rainy on your field. But uh, how much fun did you have uh, as a Saint? Well, it was pretty fun beating Merrimack. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, minus my last year. I don't want to talk about that. But uh, you, I think you were at, were you at that game? Uh, no, 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 no. You weren't? I thought no, I was, I'm a Mercyhurst guy, not a Merrimack guy. Oh, sorry. Mercyhurst. That's, right. That's all right. My bad. Mer- it's okay. Two M's. Yeah, two M's. We, we missed each other by a few years, but the Mercyhurst-Limestone rivalry was always big. Limestone-Merrimack, Mercyhurst-Merrimack. Now LeMoyne is uh, yeah. unbeatable lately, but um, Limestone was a powerhouse in you know yeah. 2000, mid-2000s and still are a pretty talented team. What was your time like there? It was, it was pretty fun. Um, definitely. I, I agree with you. Gaffney is a, a unique place, for sure. Um, it's It's yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Um, you, when you say South Carolina, I kind of leave it at that because everyone thinks of beaches and uh, like Myrtle Beach or 
Charleston. It is far. But I just, when someone asked me, I'd say, yeah, South Carolina. And, and I don't have to explain to them too much more, but yeah, it was, it was definitely in the middle of nowhere, a small town, um, very small school. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was it was cool in the in in the respect that you know we had our team there, we had a bunch of Canadians on the team, so we had a really good bond with everyone. Um, you didn't really get lot like, you know, you, you didn't go to practice and then you didn't see them the rest of the day or or whatever. They're they're typically in your classes, and uh, a lot of these D two schools are like that. So um, I quite enjoyed it that way. Small again, small classes, so your teachers or or professors, whatever you want to call them, are you know, you can ask them questions and you're not in huge lectures. So yeah, yeah overall I, personal I like that it. way, right? Like yeah. where you go to yeah. some of these big schools and classes are a hundred people and you're just a number, not a name. Whereas I was the same way at Mercier. So you had like yeah. 10 people in your class and you can sit down with your teacher and talk for 10 minutes after, or, you know, you can send them an email and it's not getting lost in the files or anything like that. It's a really cool experience that way. Yeah. So I agree. And, uh, what did you take there? What did you take at lunch? Then? Uh, I, I took business. Um, so I took uh, business management and marketing. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was, it was good. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So it was pretty, that's a pretty broad um, degree to take. So I knew it would transfer over. What was so, the class yeah. he slept through the most? Uh, finance for sure. Oh, yeah. That just sounds tiring. Yeah. Finance is terrible. And we had a, we had a teacher that uh, English English was his second language, so um, <laughs> it was really hard to follow. On yeah. top of it being really dry, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was a sleeper for sure. <laughs> uh, you mentioned there was a bunch of Canadians there uh, while you were there. There's a good pipeline uh, at Limestone. Uh, who were some of the guys you were there with? Uh, Shane Jackson, Riley like, Lowen. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're they're so so. Um, Jackson Decker was there. You know Jackson. He oh, he's a, yeah. He's he's big in uh, mountain biking or dirt biking now. I think still. Yeah, mountain biking. You bet. Yeah. So um, he was there. Uh, I mean, there there's a ton. Like uh, we had my brother was there. Vinny was there. Yeah. A uh, bunch of Eastern guys. Uh, there's Todd Kozak, Todd Nagasuji. Um, yeah, the list kind of goes on. But uh, oh, I guess Colton Watkinson was there too. Oh, nice. So okay. he was he was there at the end, like my last year. Right. Um, yeah. And then, and then after I left, obviously they got a bunch, bunch of other guys mm-hmm. too. So like you said, it's a pipeline. Um, but Shane and Riley and, and Jackson were kind of in my, um, graduating class. So yeah, yeah I was, I was close to those guys. You guys like obviously in the national cross league, all the players are really close and, and, and the bonds are really tight. You guys still keep in touch with, with a lot of those guys during the off season and, and talk yeah. about limestone life when you get together during season. Oh, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> we, it doesn't, the limestone uh, subject doesn't get brought up much until we're all together. And then, right. yeah, all the stories start coming out. You're like, Oh, you get a little bit of yeah. fuel in you and the memories start flowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty funny. You, you kind of, I, I wouldn't say you forget about it, but uh, yeah, it brings back uh, some pretty hilarious memories. So yeah, it was good. You go from limestone to Saskatoon. Two yeah. very similar yet different locales. Well, well, I actually went to Calgary first. Oh, it was Calgary then Saskatoon. So that's completely different from limestone. Gaffney, yeah. South Carolina. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, what was your time like in Calgary? Because you, you were young then, fresh in the league. 
Um, yeah. Just getting your feet wet under Kurt Miloski. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, huge learning curve. A lot different than obviously school and, and junior. Um, yeah, it's professional. Like mm-hmm. you got to hold yourself to a different standard. And uh, yeah, everyone is extremely good. So I came in and um, I had a good training camp. I played the first few games. There was an injury, so I got lucky. I got to play. And, uh, and then that player came back from injury. Um, and then I kind of had a string of injuries after that. So Achilles, a shoulder concussion kind of thing. And, uh, I never really got my feet under me, um, after that. Um, I also, I also had a, uh, I shouldn't have done it, but I had a, I had a job, an oil and gas job. So I'd fly up North. I was a superintendent up North. So I'd fly up North, fly back, fly out to a game, fly back, fly up. So it wasn't a very good recipe for success either. So, um, that definitely didn't help. Um, so kind of a combination of things, um, didn't really, yeah, it did, I didn't do myself any favors. So, uh, yeah. A lot of people know mouse from just seeing his interviews at halftime and him just kind of being a very fiery, passionate guy. Um, what's he like as a coach from a guy that's played under him? Uh, you nailed it on the head. He's very passionate. Um, and it's, it's winning or nothing. Right. So it's, um, it's, it's can be tough. He's tough on you. Um, but it's all for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So, um, he, he was a, he was a great junior coach for me for in, in the NLF. Just again, like I said, the way I came into professional, um, the professional league, like, you know, and the way I kind of approached it, um, didn't obviously didn't make him super happy where I was, and I was like, well, I'm going to be late for this because I'm just flying in for that. And he, he right. didn't, he, he didn't like that too much. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think that was kind of, uh, another, you know, that's definitely another issue. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, I thought, I thought he's, I, he is a great coach. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I've always, I've always liked Kurt. Um, so I, I've nothing nothing bad to say about him. I mean, he's, yeah, he's one of the best minds in the game. So, um, yeah, it just didn't work out between us and, and Calgary. So I, I got, and you know what, everything happens for a reason. So I got to get shipped over to, um, San Diego or not San Diego. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that was all, um, whippy guys that I know and Coquitlam guys. Yeah. So it was kind of like, uh, yeah, it was uh, super exciting for me. So. You weren't on that 2010 Minto team, right? You That was too uh, early for you? Or were you yeah, on that team? I was on a team, yeah. Yeah, so that's still one of the best junior teams I've ever witnessed. Um, how cool was it to be able to play pro ball with guys you grew up with in Saskatchewan? Like, Because that when you look at that roster, it was guys from that 2010 team and the 2011 Whitby Minto Cup team. It had to have been a pretty cool dynamic. Yeah, it, it was cool. And I thought it was really neat how Keenan brought both those teams together. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone got, got along great. So it was, uh, it was a really good atmosphere. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have a picture of Churchy and I running track and field when we were in elementary school. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, Cornwall, uh, you know, I've grown up with him since I was a kid. Like, there's a whole bunch. Marty Dinsdale, Ben Mack, yeah. like, 
Yeah. Ben McIntosh have known, well, his, his dad and uh, one of my dad's friends are the kind of the guys that uh, got me into lacrosse. Right. I was on their hockey team. I was five, I believe. And they said, you should join lacrosse. And then Jim was my coach. So, sure. yeah. So it was, it's awesome. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than that. And then you get to win a title with all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was riding pine, but I couldn't be, I couldn't have been any happier uh, being there with those guys. Yeah. So, you know what, yeah. if, if you ride pine and you win a belt, uh, you still did something to help your team there. I remember uh, one with the Shamrocks, we won the 03 man cup and I just didn't feel like I was a part of it, but someone told me all the little things that you did from being there to practices, to helping guys prepare, all those things go a long way into championship teams. And, and whether you rode the pine or not, it's a special moment to, to see that clock tick down and be able to celebrate with, with your family and lift that trophy. Uh, couldn't agree more. And uh, yeah. And, and a championship team, um, I've said this in San Diego before it's, it's from, you know, your, your leading scorer to your goalie, all the way through the whole organization, right? Like from, you know, Joe Sy say all the way down through your players to the equipment trainer, you know, to someone filling up bottles, you know, someone picking up garbage, like it's everyone, it's everyone pulls on the same rope and, and uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're riding, riding pine or not. It's uh, everyone has to be, has the same goal, common goal. And, and that's how you get there. So. So you have coaches of Kurt Miloski and Derek Keenan in your first few years in the National Lacrosse League. Then when you get picked yeah. up by San Diego, uh, you have Patrick Merrill, who is in his first year as a head coach that first year in San Diego. Obviously, he was learning the ropes to be a professional lacrosse head coach. How have you enjoyed playing under him and, and the style that he brings along with Shooter and Billy? Yeah, th those three are... Um are awesome to play for they they all bring something different uh patrick super fiery and 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 fun to be around and and just because you're a rookie coach in the nl doesn't mean you're a rookie coach at all right um it's just it's just a different different title right um but uh yeah they're they're all super knowledgeable um billy kind of brings brings the two of those back back down a little bit uh, he's the more calm cool and collective one and 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 shooter and patrick uh i just uh, yeah i love their fire and i've really liked um I've, I've really liked with my relationship with billy too like he, being the d guy the d coach so um yeah nothing but good things to say about all all those all three of those coaches derek and and uh and mouse so yeah i've been pretty lucky indeed you have what was it like that first game for you uh, in Colorado, because I remember I keep saying this because we keep talking about it with all the different guys uh, on the team that were there that night. I had one of the best seats in the house calling that game uh, for the national crossing and altitude TV in Colorado. And you guys first game, all the energy in the world, Audie Stotts' first game. There were so many storylines with, you know, Steve and holding coming back to, to Colorado. What was that like uh, to be in that locker room to be a part of that moment? Oh, it was super cool. Yeah. I mean, it, you preach it, you know, we came in and we're like, this is not an expansion team. We're not going to be treated as an expansion team. You know, there's definitely a, a lot of uh, veteran players on there, um, but a lot, like definitely a lot of new faces together. Some guys have played together, but it's, it's yeah, it's a brand new team. 
Um, and we were all pretty confident that we, you know, we had a solid team. And once you go and play a real game and, and everything kind of started clicking and yeah, we did have a really good first game and, and we ended up winning. And, you know, I think that was a great stepping stone to that start of that year. You know, this first ever um, game for, for that franchise. It was, it was exciting. It was super cool looking around the room and yeah, everyone, yeah, had a great time. So must have had a few and, pops in the locker room after. Yeah. Uh, well, did we? I don't think we must have. Someone, someone must have brought some down. I, I can't remember, but yeah, we all went out together after. And yeah, it, that, what, that's one of the best cities to go oh, yeah. play in too. So it was, yeah, it, it was pretty memorable for sure. Then you get your first home game, obviously a, a little different atmosphere than playing in Colorado or Saskatoon or even Calgary. But the fans of San Diego have taken to the National Lacrosse League almost instantly. What do you like most about, about the San Diego fan base? Because they are fairly new to the indoor game. Um, yeah, we have a, we have a small but very passionate following. And I think it's going to grow. Um, some, some people are very green to lacrosse in general. So it's pretty cool catching up with them. And, and they ask a lot of questions. And then you have some some people that have, um, you know, transplanted from like say Buffalo or wherever who are old bandit fans or, or whatnot. And they would, they're, they're now living there and, um, you know, love, love it. They're, they're so happy. There's an NL team there. And then there's another group that's, um, field lacrosse players that really are hungry to learn the box game now. So, um, it's, it's, it's definitely a great fan base. Um, we're excited to come back this year and, and I know uh, the front staff and, and the guys living down there in the markets, Cam Holding, for example, and, and Wesley, they're, they're working hard to, uh, you know, really grow the grassroots. And I've seen some of their teams they're, they're running right now, and they, there's some pretty good talent down there. So oh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's a matter of time. Like, it's a new new market. It's going to pick up traction. I'm, I'm confident of that, so. Uh you know, being a part of a franchise in a new market, obviously we're getting Panther City next year. There's talks and rumors, and it looks like Vegas is going to be coming near after that. What do you think Patty did best in that first year to really bring you guys together as a new franchise and a new team? Uh, I think he's just instilled a really good culture. Um, he preaches on, you know, uh, character guys. And in my opinion, he brought in a lot of really character pieces um and he had a really good mix of young and old and somewhere in between so you know like i mean we had bucky there we had dan dawson you know those those two guys are are uh, some pretty big name you know probably future all of fame guys and and yeah you know we got zach Greer last year um i know i'm missing a whole bunch of guys but you know there's there's just a really good mix of that then we have some middle ground guys, like, you know, anywhere from 25, 26 to, I guess, 30. And then we had a bunch of young guys, some rookies, um, and then some American field across guys yeah. uh, that just bought in and, and really took to the game. So it was, it was a super cool uh, mix. And uh, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't, I guess, but uh, I think, Patrick did a really great job at getting a lot of really good people together. So 
obviously when the season ended last March or whenever the heck it was, seems like I should, sorry, I should say Steve got it too. Oh yeah. 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 Both of them that like all of them did a really good job. Sorry to cut you off. That's okay. Steve does not do many things wrong. You know, he obviously did an incredible job with the Colorado franchise and now he's doing an incredible job with the San Diego franchise as well. Whatever that guy touches turns to gold. Um, When the season stopped in March of last year, you guys were on a bit of a heater. Is it going to be hard, do you think, to kind of kick back things up when we get to December or even camp in November to kind of get the wheels rolling again? Or do you think once you guys all get back together, it's going to be all systems go? I mean, I think every team will be knocking off a little bit of dust for sure. Um, but there's not going to be any lack of excitement. Um, oh, yeah. and, 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 you know, guys are chomping at the bit to get back at it. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be a different team. There's uh, an expansion team, um, you know, people are, the guys are UFAs or restricted free agents. Um, there's two draft classes that have gone through, like it's, it's going to be different. There's no doubt about it. Um, how different, I have no idea, but uh, uh, you know, all the, a lot of the key pieces are, are going to be there, I'm sure. And, um, and then it's just, you know, catching every, everyone else up to speed. Um, the culture's there, you know, like every, all the right things are in place. Um, yeah, it's just a new season. And I, I, I think it's going to take maybe, you know, a little bit to get back up to speed, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. So, uh, when was the last time you picked up your stick? <laughs> Actually it was today. It was Tuesday. Oh, yeah, there we Tuesday. go. Tuesday I picked it up we had a senior B practice okay and um yeah I was sore (laughs) (laughs) does it get harder harder each year to 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 get yourself mentally prepared for the soreness after every practice and every time you step on the floor no it's a grind every time I, I yeah it doesn't each year it seems like it's yeah it's the same I don't know it's it's tough but uh yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that so we have six games this year, okay, and then playoffs. Um, I told myself a few years ago that I probably wasn't going to be playing senior B again, but uh, um, yeah, I, I I'm playing this year. I, I have to. So uh, yeah, we had practice Tuesday and it was all full floor, like <laughs> running, like three on two. two yeah. Like, I just looked at the coach. I said, are you trying to kill us? Like no one's done anything for two years, yeah. man. So we mixed in three, three different stretches. So yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We had junior break, our first junior practice of the year last night. And I was just watching these kids that were doing full floor three on twos for like 10 minutes and they're just dying. And I'm like, I should probably give these guys a bit of a water break. They haven't done anything in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So but hopefully I agree. November comes around and we get training camp and we get to see baby roads at a game soon. We yep. get to have Wes and Cam take us golfing and everything will be yeah. right in the world. Absolutely. It'll be, it's exciting. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to get back at it. Um, yeah. Training is now begun. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. The eyes are on December 3rd. Tor. This has been awesome catching up with you, man. Uh, so glad that Rhodes and Rihanna are healthy and the family's doing great. Give my best to them. Uh, let Reed okay. know that uh, I'll take an extra large hoodie um, for a PA size. And uh, we'll get to San Diego and have some fun too, man. Sounds good, Teddy. Thanks a lot.